as the anthem of the People's Royal Independent Republic of Fredonia rings out on the start-finish straight at the famous Circuit de la Sarre at Le Mans. Welcome to the grandstands for the start of the race of the 85th running of the 24 hours of Le Mans. Yes! That's a first. I think the first time I have ever started an episode of Gareth Jones on Spree with God Save the Queen, which apparently is the anthem of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. There are other anthems I subscribe to over this one, I have to say. I, I, I believe in Britain, but I think the British national anthem uh, shouldn't be a song about the Queen. I think it should be a song about the people in the land. All of us. But there you go. Hello, welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. I'm Gareth. He's Stevie. Hello. He's Zog. Hello. Uh, welcome to the start of the 24 hours for 2017. We've just come up from the campsite and taken our position a little before two o'clock in the afternoon. Race starts, of course, in about 55 minutes from now at three o'clock. And this year, we've secured a position in the main grandstand on the inside of the circuit over the pit and at the moment all the cars are lined up in that famous Le Mans start diagonal position across the track and immediately in front of us we're right at the start of the GT Pro line really the lead Aston Martin the fastest GT car here this year to my right I can see all the LMP2 cars and if I reach my neck forward I can see every car right to the front of the grid and if I look to the left I can see all the cars right down to the back of the grid what a fantastic position for the greatest race I think we may have the greatest position in many years I've been on this side many times before so Zog this is a first for you how do you like it here Stevie? it's extraordinary the view is just amazing looking down across the pits on top of the cars down the pit straight it's really very very special place. and we're very high you observed that we're the second highest people here yes and yes, the only people higher are the people of the Automobile Club de l'Ouest. On the other They're side. looking down on us. Well, they may, they should. They deservedly should. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here, bless them. Very true, very true. It's fantastic to be here. And uh, I'm very glad to have you guys along for our coverage of the race. We will try and summarise this race for you uh, over the course of the next 25 hours. So, uh, hopefully my voice will hold out 
I'm feeling a little bit because I get a sense that the next anthem they're going to play is going to be the big one here. And whenever I hear this anthem played at the start of this race, I like all the anthems. I was singing the uh, Finnish anthem on the way in. I was finished singing the Dutch and the Malaysian anthems, all anthems I know most of, some of the words to at least. And uh, I don't know the words to this, the biggest anthem, but I'm hoping by the time I finish this sentence, this is the one that they're going to play. Now, I love the atmosphere of the one, I love the sound of the commentary in French. I don't understand the vast majority of it, but I get the gist of what's going on, and, and that, that's enough, you know. Actually, watching the race is very much the same. You don't always get every single detail of what goes on, but you do get the gist of what's going on. And over 24 hours, as uh, a great friend of mine, Fred Dynage, said to me once, Toppy, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's true. Pace yourself. So I'm going to pace myself for the next 24 hours and 54 minutes on my watch. Come on, play that big anthem, please. Listen to this. Il y a bien sûr les pilotes qui sont en phase préparatoire en ce moment avec la Porsche numéro 80. Apologies, I was expecting them to play Le Marseillais at that point, but they didn't. But I must tell you what's going on just now because this is hilarious. Um, a group of young women have come out dressed in white shorts and t-shirts and they've got t-shirts, guns, compressed air cylinders and launch rolled up and compressed t-shirts into the crowd. So they're doing this from the start finish straight with varying degrees of success. Sometimes the t-shirt unfolds like a parachute halfway through its ascent trajectory and starts behaving a parachute to be falls to the ground without reaching the people in the stands they're trying to target these t-shirts at. However, one gun here seems to be operating with must be twice the power of any of the other guns and the t-shirts are remaining tightly compressed so these projectiles leave the start finish straight go over the stand where they're supposed to go over the top of the stand and into the walkways on the other side of the start finish straight so some poor unexpected pedestrian is going to get hit by a t-shirt appearing out of the sky Fantastic. Whilst I was describing that, the grid girls, I wish there was a better word for that, the grid girls and boys, because some of them are fellas, have all arrived carrying the flags for all the drivers. Now, there are 60 cars starting this race. Every car has three drivers, and so 180 flags have just been paraded up the pit lane and taken their position from start to finish. And those flags are Germany, United Kingdom, Japan, the United States of America, Italy, France, Portugal, China, Czech Republic, um, trying to recognize now, uh, Mexico, and Malaysia, and, um, 
I'm expecting to see Switzerland I haven't mentioned. I mentioned Germany, didn't I? Yeah. Apologies if I missed out your nation. Finland, the Netherlands, I'm looking. I'm squinting. It's hard to see at the moment because there's not a great breeze. So most of the flags are not unfurled and displaying clearly at the moment. There's still a lot of people on the grid. They've started the process of clearing people so we can see the cars. Can I hear engines starting? Yeah. The cars, like I say, are all lined up. Most of the GTs have got reflective metal covered. Uh, what, what do you call that reflective material, Zog? Uh, it might be mylar, but it's probably some kind of, you know, uh, it's aluminium covered blanket, aluminium. Uh, yeah, an yeah. aluminium blanket, yeah, that would do it. And laid over the cars to keep the heat down because it's scorching hot today. And there's no forecast for rain throughout the whole race, so this is going to be a war of attrition, really. It's going to be hard. Gee, Zog, it's going to be tough out there in this heat, isn't it? Yeah, with being as hot as it is. Anything to do with you know cooling, that's going to be a lot trickier. If anyone's marginal on, on cooling, on temperature management, this is going to cause the problems. And of course, there might be this question of whether stints are going to have to be shorter, whether yeah. the rule about limiting the maximum length of stints because of high temperatures is introduced. So, yeah, it's going to be... Tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be great for the position we're in. In fact, I've just seen His Royal Highness Jean Tot appear in the pit lane as the president of the FIA who sanctioned this race through the ACO as part of the, I was going to say World Sports Car Championship, it's not that, the WEC of course, called Gold Fashion. Nice to see Jean Tart here. I would imagine there's going to be a lot more celebrities. They like to do that. Last year we had Jackie Chan and Brad Pitt made an appearance. So I wonder who it's going to be this year. We'll find out in a moment. La course se très bien. On a un temps magnifique. On va avoir chaud. La course va être magnifique entre Toyota et Porsche. Slightly quieter here now. I have to say, the PA that we're sat under is blasting it out today. I apologise if it causes any distortion or it makes it hard to hear what I'm saying. I will do my best to make it work. It's never easy getting a compromise between the background sound and the chat at a race. But at the moment, I wish I wish you could see this. I'm going to do my best to describe this. I'm perhaps seven stories high looking down over the entire start finish straight in front of me all 60 teams are now lined up on the grid the three drivers their team captains and some of their support counting one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen people in each row alongside their car transversely across the track it's a splendid array of color of all the race suits the black the red the yellow the gray the white the combinations of all those proud people wearing their team shirts ready to go racing it is a sight I'm moving out of the way to let someone come through it is a sight to be seen the scale of this race when you see the number of people directly involved in steering these cars and making these cars go around 
this track for 24 hours. I've always described Le Mans as an entire season in one day. Um, before me are, you know, hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of the world's greatest in terms of endurance racing. Drivers, technicians and engineers. Flags, applause. Flags waving in the stands, it's great, you know, the flags of all the nations in the stands. Toyota flags, Porsche flags. Now, I'm backing Toyota for the win. Ideally, I want the car with the drivers who failed to cross the line last year to get it. They're owed a win, but nobody's owed a win at Le Mans. You earn it. So, we want them to win, but that doesn't mean that they're entitled to win, if you see what I mean. Oh, the trophy has been driven down in a red 80s Porsche 911 convertible. Le Trophy Le Vainqueurs de 24 Heures, I think it's called. Parading and it's getting an applause from everyone in the stands. Flags start waving. It's magic. I love a bit of pomp and circumstance. And for a big, 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 big race like this, lasting 24 hours, the build-up to it matches the scale of the race. Glorious. I'm going to run out of superlatives, aren't I? Flies down the start, finish track, and almost touch it. 
helicopter of some description. Oh. Gosh, it was only just clearing the top of the stands. That was exceptional. All the crew who are still standing at the start finish straight have got their cameras out and taking photos of this. That was like a scene from Star Wars, you know, where the, the fighters go down the trenches in the Death Star. It was like that. Sorry, I'll, I'll come down and octave. And now, of course, the reason that those military personnel arrived that way is that they're bringing the flag, the tricolore, the French flag, which will be waved to start the race. I can see them now approaching the bottom end of the grid, carrying the flag. You can hear the level of excitement, the applause. It's really emotional, really emotional. It's only a flag. What's the matter with me? <laughs> it's what it represents, you know, it's the build-up, the anticipation of a race which if you're a real race fan you look forward to the second the last one is over and it takes you certainly it takes me six months to prepare for this race in my head now Zog and Stevie and I have diligently gone through the race guide looking at the races and runners and we've chosen our cars hopefully uh, we've chosen different cars not the same ones I know Zog will be back in Porsche, so I'm backing Toyota, but Porsche win, they deserve to win. Drivers are putting their helmets on. We'll let you know what teams we've chosen over the course once things settle down. But uh, needless to say, we pick cars in every category LMP1, LMP2, and the two GT categories. The start finish line is at the bottom end of the start finish straight down by the Rolex clock. So I can see the start finish line myself. It's now emerged now that the grid has been cleared in fact they've just about completely cleared the grid the grid girls and boys are marching off with the flags all the extra personnel not needed for the start of the race are diligently marching into the pits with trolleys with spare wheels and tires on them the reflective heat covers have been removed from the cars the drivers are in the cars and lots of sort of back slapping and shaking of hands as team captains leave the three personnel who are there to start the car and get the car moving as they take their position on the pit wall, the Pratt Purchase as they call them. I think it's an unkind place, unkind thing to call that place, isn't it? Uh, I'm right in front of a Porsche and the AF Course Pratt Purchase. I can't even remember what the real name for it is now. <laughs> oh dear, that's invasive. Another thing I have to mention is the pit lane camera, which is directly in front of me, like a, a telegraph wire at eye level from my position, with this remotely operated camera, which will speed up and down the pit lane at a pace which will keep track with the cars as they leave the pit lane. I doubt it will be able to match them for speed, but uh, it's wonderful watching that thing busying around like some sort of cross between a high wire rack and a one-eyed Dalek. I love technology and it's nice seeing technology used like that. It's getting quiet. The time, eight minutes to three. The very last of the personnel have been shepherded 
through the gates now camera crews have left the start finish straight taking up their position the doors are still open on the GT cars and the LMP cars brief bit of ventilation it must be so hot in those cars today we're in shade great for the start of the race you know we've got cover because it is burning hot famous statement that request to start your engines as the pit lane changes state from ceremonial to active racing as the cars growl before me. Huge number of V8s this year, or V6 EcoBoost if you're a Ford. Listen, just listen. Go. 
say uh, uh, sorry but uh, anticipation. Uh, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna pace myself. Music playing as the cars make their way slowly and it feels like ages around this 13 and a half kilometer long circuit. The TV monitors displaying images of the whole of the circuit, which is largely forest. As the cars go down those famous Mulsan Strait, Honandier, Anage. pieces of music ever written for my favourite film possibly ever all the hairs not just on my arms standing up now but on my legs as well as the cars are led trying to work out their position from the camera shots at the moment with these in quite wide shots to find out where the cars are so look up into the sky for helicopters because like um, like seagulls following the trawler their camera copter follows the cars you know where the cars are look in the sky
imagine all on the same piece of circuit at the same time together. Very soft now, out of our sight, up through the Dunlop Bridge. Smoke billowing to the back of one of the cars already. This is a cool race, which it already costs. That's Rubens Barrichello's car, I think. The yellow jumbo LMP2. Barrichello's driving that with Jan Lammers. Yes, it's dropping down the field. Other cars streaming past it on the opening lap. Disaster! It's such a hard race. Almost impossible to finish. And just as difficult to make it through the first lap. I've worked out the cars are now through the Porsche curves. They'll be going through the Ford chicane and joining us here on the start finish straight at racing speed. The first of over 300 laps that we'll get in the next 24 hours. With these sorts of dry conditions, it's entirely possible with the speed of the cars this year, which has broken the lap record, we're going to see a distance record possibly. Down the circuit to get back into the pit lane. Madness! 
Just checking my uh, guide here. The number 26 G Drive car. This is an Orica Gibson. They're all got Gibson engines. Uh, uh, this is cars driven by either Alex Lynn, Romain Roussinov, or Pierre Thirier, French driver. I'm not sure who is actually at the wheel. I'm guessing it's Alex Lynn or possibly Roussinov. It in a Russian funded team. Uh, they might put their Russian driver out first. But it's in the pit lane, getting a new nose. Right, let me tell you about the cars. driving for Team Austria, of course. Right, go through the rest of the, the runners. My backup GT car is also the Clearwater Racing Ferrari 67 Ford Ganassi racing Ford GT. Uh, the 67 car has Andy Brio, Harry Ticknell, and Pippo Durrani, a Brazilian. Number 67 Ford as well. As is the number 71 AF Cars Ferrari 488 GTE, David Rigol, and Sam Bird was backing because I used to race against him in the Johnny Herbert Karting Challenge. So, my other LMP2 car, which is nice, it's kind of quiet, is Racing Team Netherlands, the number 29 car, Rubens Barrichello, Jan Lammers, and Fritz van Eer, a Dutch driver. A nice yellow, easy to spot paint scheme, sponsored by Jumbo. Again, that car's a Delara Gibson. According to the Radio Le Mans team, definitely going to be a Delara Gibson. In LMP2. Right. Alright, the other uh, LMP2 I'm backing is, uh, in fact, there are 
two other LMP2s are backing. Mikhail Aleshin, Sergei Shirodkin and Victor Scheiter. Victor Scheiter, the winner in the World Pooing Championships. <laughs> uh, number 27 car, again a Delara Gibson. And I'm following the number 31, a Rebellion. Racing under the Vion uh, Rebellion. Races and the car is sponsored by uh, Michelle Vaillant, which is very cool. So, that leads the LMP1 class. I'm not supporting the bike college car, despite the fact that they are an independent team. I'm majoring on the Toyota Kazoo Racing Toyota TS050 hybrid. Uh, the number 8 car is my car. Anthony Davidson. Who came so close to actually winning this race last year? They've got to win it this year. But also for good luck as a secondary support. Nick Tandy, Andre Lotra, and my old mate Neil Jarney, who used to race in A1 Grand Prix. So that's my field, those are my cars. We'll find out who's the song you've chosen when it goes to Quite frankly, when Stevie wakes up, because after the excitement, he's had a little nap. He's dozing in the chair alongside me. This noise. It's very exciting. Just over one hour into the 24 hours of Le Mans, and the lead car is the Toyota Kazoo Racing, currently driven by Sebastian Buemi. That's the number eight car, my car, leading with Mike Conway close behind in the second Toyota. Iljani running third in the Porsche and Timo Berhard running fourth in the other Porsche. And at the end of that five car sandwich, the third Toyota driven by my old mate Nicolas Lapierre. 17 laps done and if you multiply that by 24 hours, 24 hours, which will be a record, which I believe at the moment stands at 398 laps. That's unlikely to happen because there's bound to be slow safety car periods at some point during the night. So I don't know, it's after a great start though. Race is on. Only another 23 hours to go. That's it for this episode, but not the end of our coverage of the big race, as we were there right till the very end to witness the drama, heartbreak and sheer joy for the eventual winners of the 2017-24 Hours of Le Mans. Whether you know what happened or not, don't miss 
the next episode of Gareth Jones on Speed. I'm Gareth. See ya. To send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site, follow us on Twitter, or to find out about sponsorship opportunities, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Gareth Jones on Speed! <laughs>